Les's League. Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Now this absolute bombshell just found its way onto my desk. Moses, Mitchell Moses, apparently has rejected a million dollar deal to remain at the Parramatta Reels. Now, other than the Dolphins, I don't see anyone really offering him anything over that, over a million dollars. But look, it's pretty ballsy for him to reject a million-dollar offer, especially because the rumors were that's what he was requesting around that million-dollar mark. Personally, I think it's ridiculous. I think there's no way he'd be asking for anything over that. Absolutely no way. To stay at a club he nearly won a comp with, who could potentially win a comp with going into next season. I know they've lost Papali'i. I know they've lost Reid Marnie. They're getting Josh Hodson, who is pretty much the experienced version of Reid Marnie, uh, taking out, obviously, some defensive factors and maybe a little bit of a kicking game. It's pretty much the more experienced, the older version of Reid Marty. And then IPAP hasn't really been replaced yet, but Jermaine Hopgood coming into this side, I'm really excited about. It's still a really good looking side going into next year. Definitely for me, one that could maybe push for a top four, maybe even just a top eight finish. Definitely think you're going to be around that sort of mark going into next year. As I said, Jermaine Hopgood, really excited about him. Moses and Brown, if they both stay, it's going to be incredible. They've got a really good side. Gutho as well. Um, Micah Sevo, really, really good side going into next year. I just don't see both Moses and Brown staying going into next year. And the only reason is I think they're both pretty much worth around that 900k mark, that 800 to 900k mark, both Brown and Moses. I think Brown's pretty much the next best thing. In terms of halves anyway, in terms of 5.8s, he's pretty much the next best thing. Uh, and then Moses as well has been incredible. Getting into the peak of his career, I think it'd be pretty dumb for the Eels not to keep him. Then again, I think that if Gunter Head, they have to pick between Brown and Moses. I think they have to go for Brown, particularly because Brown is much younger and you're going to get a much more time out of Dylan Brown than you are Mitch Moses. I think that's the reality of it. So I guess Gunter Head, I'd be keeping Dylan Brown just for that reason. Um, but Dylan Brown linked, obviously, to the Dolphins. And then you've got Moses, who's linked to the Bulldogs. I think it would be absolutely insane if both of them ended up leaving to get that million-dollar contract. The way I'm sort of seeing it outside looking in now, if they've offered Mitch Moses a million-dollar contract, I suggest that means that they're willing to keep him and maybe push Dylan Brown to the side. Maybe Dylan Brown does go to the Dolphins in 2024. But I guess the Eels offering Moses that million-dollar contract, I think that's the reality of it. I think that they're willing to keep Moses and willing to put aside Dylan Brown, only just come into this side, played about two years of first grade. Look, it is super interesting, super interesting to see who they keep. But as I said, if they've offered him that million-dollar contract, Mitchell Moses, it looks like that's the direction they're leaning in. Uh, Dylan Brown, obviously linked to the Dolphins, could go to the Dogs as well. I just don't think he's the style of play or the player that they're looking for. I think they're more leaning towards a Moses, a guy that's going to come and organize for that Bulldogs outfit. They've got Kyle Flanagan now, who's doing a great job, as I've said in previous podcasts, but we won't talk about that now. Look, I just think the scary thought is for the Parramatta Reels, if both Moses and Dylan Brown walk out the door to get big contracts from respective clubs, 
by the way, I've heard the dogs are offering Moses something ridiculous. I don't even think they've got enough money for him in the cap. They've got Viliami Kikau, Reid Marnie. They've only let a few rookies go. They've got a bunch of star-stacked players in this side. Unless they re-sign Tevita Pangai Jr. or maybe downgrade his contract going into the next few months, there's no way they're going to be able to afford a Mitch Moses for a million bucks or over that. Especially when I've heard the dogs prepared to offer Moses 1.4. I mean, where the fuck are they getting $1.4 million from? Especially when they've signed these top echelon guys like Reid Marnie and Viliami Kikau, who respectively could be around that 700 to 900 k mark in between that sort of echelon. Don't think either of those guys would be paid a million realistically, but they're definitely going to be on some big money. You've also got some guys in that side, as I said before, Tevita Pangai Jr. is on 900 k um, Jake Averillo, I would be re-signing him. I think you'd have to re-sign him maybe on around that 600, 700K mark. I'd be keeping him as fullback for sure. I just don't think you're going to get anyone better over the next few months. All the good fullbacks, I think, will re-sign with their respective clubs. So I just don't think there's any real way they're going to get anyone better than Jake Averillo. Plus, um, obviously, this morning I heard that Corey Allen has requested a release from the club as well. So they do really need to re-sign Jake Averillo and Quick Smart. As I said, just don't think they have enough money for Moses. I think that the Dolphins do. The Dolphins have enough money for everyone. Let's just be real. They've signed all of these much older gentlemen, uh, maybe on some shorter contracts to end their careers. They have enough money in the bank. These guys are going to be retiring over the next two years, all the guys that they've signed at the moment. Over the next two or three years, they'll be retired. So they'll have enough money in the bank to get all the youngsters into that side. After Wayne Bennett leaves as well, I think that's the probably going to be the direction the club is going to be leaning in, getting those younger guys into this side. Uh, they've got Milford who they can build around over the next few years. He'll probably play the seven for me. Uh, Sean O'Sullivan in the six or vice versa. Getting a Mitch Moses in this side, Moses and Milford halves pairing would just be absolutely insane. Um, I just think that they're more leaning towards the Dylan Brown. The absolute X factor that they've built this side on, I know there's older guys in there, but you look at Jermaine Asako, you look at Anthony Milford, Sean O'Sullivan to an extent, I think he'll be really good in the seven or the six wherever he plays as that organizing half, whereas Milford just absolutely explodes onto the pitch. Getting a Moses in this side would be absolutely crazy. In terms of depth as well, you'd have Sean O'Sullivan in there as the replacement halfback, sort of similar to what Penrith had him as, which was absolutely insane depth. Uh, They're really building a good side if they get Mitch Moses in there, and I think that they could definitely push to that maybe just under the top eight sort of placement over the next few years if they start to recruit really well. Mitch Moses, I think, would be the marquee signing for them. He would be unreal. So would Dylan Brown. Uh, And as I said, I think they are leaning towards that more explosive X-Factor style of play, which is more suited to Dylan Brown, whereas the Bulldogs, they need that organizing halfback with a little bit of X-Factor, which is what Moses provides. So look, at the end of the day, both of these guys could take unders. They could both take unders and stay with the Eels. Moses and his manager, from what I'm hearing outside looking in, it's probably not what he's going to do. Best case scenario, both of them stay. I just don't think that's how it's going to work out. For me, from outside looking in, 
the current situation. They've offered Moses a million-dollar contract, reportedly turned it down. I just think he hasn't really answered it just yet. I don't think he hasn't turned it down. I think he's just sort of working out his options. But from outside looking in, they've offered him the million-dollar contract, so I believe that Moses is the direction that the Eels are going in. Uh, And Jake Arthur as well, brother Arthur's son. I think if Dylan Brown does end up leaving, I feel like that's the direction they're going to go where they have Jake Arthur in the six. Going to be 100% honest, as I always am on this podcast, not something that I would really love for the Parramatta Reels. I would much rather having, obviously, Dylan Brown there in the six. He's absolutely unreal. To be honest, I think Dylan Brown, this early in his career, could take unders. He could take that maybe the 500, 600K contract if they can afford that if Moses goes on to get that, obviously, 1.3, 1.2, 1.1 million dollar contract. I think he'll just be on that million dollar mark. If they offer him any more than that, I think it's absolutely insane, but... If Moses gets that big contract, I feel like Dylan Brown this early in his career could take unders, but you never know, money talks. We could see Dylan Brown at the Dolphins in 2024, but I'm really interested to see how the Parramatta Reels handle this and who stays and who goes. Wait.